Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloved. Happy Friday. Please excuse me while I bop my husband on the freaking nose right now because he's annoying me, as he always does whenever I have him as a guest on this podcast. You know what? Stop. Hi. How are you guys? You guys always yell at me whenever I yell at Marshall on the podcast, so I'm not gonna right now. It's been a rough week, as you guys have seen. I got sideswiped by a pickup truck. It's just been a stressful week with the kiddos, and I want to, like change the whole energy because like I do truly believe that like what you think about you bring about your energy brings about shit like you know if karma is there for you and she senses you being snat like sassy they're like oh now's my moment <laughs> so I just kind of want to like where's where's my uh how light crystal um I wanted to bring you onto the podcast baby because I saw this girl Bryn Whitfield that she is one of the new crop of Real Housewives of New York City that was one that you watched a lot with me because remember the year that you got me the Bethany candle? The What is it? What, what did it say on it? Uh, it's a sleep one. Go the fu- go, go to sleep or something? Or yeah, it's like the... It was one of the iconic moments where she's telling Kelly Ben Simone, sleep, go to sleep. I loved the original cast of Real Housewives of New York City, but I get it. They had to like kind of freshen it up a little bit because after a while, when these women are getting to like be upwards of 60 and they're just getting wasted and fighting, it seems a little stupid. Uh-huh. Boy... No, no, like I don't talk about Bravo as much as I obsess over it. Like it's literally my like self care. I will go do my skincare routine when Marshall's taking a shower. I will put my red light mask on and I will just sit there and watch that. It just makes me feel better about life. Whatever's going on. I'm like, damn, I am not a 50 year old woman screaming on television. But then again, they're getting paid a lot of money for it. So anyway, this Bryn Whitfield chick is really like, (laughs) Maybe in some regards, which you you might raise your eyebrow at this in a minute, I am most like her on the new crop of the show because she's been engaged three times and doesn't have a great love life. She has a lot of trauma growing up. Like she's very, very into fashion. She's very successful. She's just like the sassy, sassy girl. But relationship wise, she's just, you know, admittedly to her, like she says, she's a mess. Like all of her engagements, they were broken up when she got proposed to, which that the second time around that I said yes to the Dumbledore 10 years ago, we were like basically not together. And he re-proposed to me on what was going to be our wedding day. And I said yes to that shit. I remember sending my friend the picture of the the ring that he gave re-proposed to me, which I got a question for you in a second. I know you don't like this topic. I know you don't, but just bear with me because I have something pertaining to us in a second. He re-proposed with the same ring. And my girlfriend was like, uh, didn't shouldn't you get a new ring or something like that like not like a bigger one or whatever but just like a new fresh start like maybe reset it or something like that god forbid we had ever broken up during our engagement and you had to repropose would you have given me a new ring yeah i think so really because i i don't know how i felt about that i was like well i at the time now i look at it and go Ugh. at the time i loved that ring i don't know maybe just reset it or something yeah i mean that I don't know. It seems like there's... I mean, it, that's not something I ever, like, think about or thought about, so I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean... Not like a, you know, 
Yeah, it's not you. You don't go into things to leave things. If there's ever been a time I've been like, we're just gonna get a new force, which I know you want. I I know it's really shitty of me. I have said that before. Full disclosure. I'm an asshole sometimes. It's a good thing that you know I don't mean it, and I'm working on that part. What did you not like that that I just said that? No, I mean it, it was a period filled rage moment. Okay, so. My whole point to all of this, Bryn Whitfield was on um, this podcast. It's, oh shoot, what is her name? Lauren. She used to do the Skinny Confidential blog and her husband, Mike, they do a podcast together. And I'm not sure why Bryn was on the podcast, but she, there was this clip. I think men know, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I think men know if they want to marry you at six months. Maybe sooner. I think they do know. And so a lot of the times again, when, if it's a year and they're like, I'm like, has he shared his intention with you? Do you know? Does he talk about this when people bring up, oh, are you guys going to get married? Does he like get weird? Or is he like, yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. Has he talked to your friend? And, and they're like, no, I'm like, then he's not going to want to marry you. Like, yeah, I just think at six months they know. So I then kind of know when it's like at eight months, I can tell. And if I start bringing up those conversations, they're weird. And I'm like, I'm out because you know if you like, they know if you want to marry. So she says that if you're dating a guy and you bring up the conversation of marriage within six months and he's not sure, or at least having that conversation with you within six months, it's a red flag. Like you should exit to the left. We could uh, like, I mean, I could be a hypocrite and say, like that seems too early, but we got engaged inside of six months. I think it was a little sooner, but technically you were planning the ring at like four, right? Yeah, about like four and a half, five. So Marshall and I are six and a half years apart. I was 37, right? 37, 36, almost about to be 37. Anyway, and you were what, 32? No, (laughs) I can't do math. You were what, 31, 32 when I met you? Just, yeah, I just had... uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, just turned 31, I think. I'll never forget when you told me how old you were that I was like, ah, shit. Because he's got that Asian skin. It doesn't age. And I was just like, damn it. And you thought I was what, like, Mid thirties, yeah, like thirty five, mm-hmm. thirty four, or something. Anyway, but I was like, "Damn it!" So we were both sort of at a time in our lives where marriage, if I wanted that, but I wasn't, you know, obviously I was done with men at that point. But we we're at the space where like that's not off the table. It's not like we're twenty two years old and six months later you're like, "You're not proposing to me." What do you think about that? Do you think it's a red flag that if a dude is at the appropriate age, whatever that is, you know, I'm not going to set an age there you know, has his shit together like you did. You had your own house, you had a boat, you had your own car, and I don't give a shit about the monetary. I mean, you just had your own shit. You had a good job, you were a good person, you had good, you know, good friends around you. You just didn't seem like a douche, (laughs) which you're not, because I married you. Um, All things considered, that all things are a go in that way. Do you think it's a red flag for, you know, either, either parties to say that somebody is not it's a red flag after if you don't say at six months, yes, I'm 100% sure I want to marry this person. No. Not at all? No. I mean, I think it it's a case-by-case thing. Mm. Like, I mean, I, there's a lot of factors. I think it's dependent on your age, and I think it's dependent on, like, what they communicate. Is like, it dependent on age, though? I do. Meaning what? Like, what's the... what like? What's the parameters there? Like if you're early 20s, like getting into your career, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you really don't have a grasp on life. True. And even like so six mid- months is a no, no. At that like point. Even like your mid 20s, you still know what the, sh- what the hell's going on. Yeah. I got engaged at, mm, how old was I? Thir- la, 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 la. I think I was thir- 30, 31. 
yeah you, i mean you you like honestly like no, I, it was I, earlier than I was like 29 like i look back and i think i'd i had no idea you know like comparing it to like now you know? at 29 you did that much of a jump in three years before you met me no not 29 i'm talking about like my mid-20s i was an idiot i was an idiot till i was like 35 no i mean like i would say like there, there was a big jump because like i bought my house when i was 28 so like there was a big jump i would say between like 24 25 to like that point but see even when you say that it's like not a fair scale because you as a man i think matured a lot differently because like i said when i met you and you said you were 31 i was like oh you know because i was dating dude like in their late 30s you know there's a 50 some year old in there then he was just they were all dumbledores so i don't even know if it's an age thing you know it's also where you are in terms of have you been married before do you have kids i had a kid coming into it so for me i don't think i like we didn't really think about it so in that point i think maybe she's right though like if you're feeling it and you feel like those vibes are coming and you bring up that conversation and he hasn't even like broached the subject in his mind i don't know because i wasn't the one that brought up marriage first i don't think was i um i don't remember us even like bringing it up well it was like it started off with like conversations like jewelry and then well because that's just me yeah, though. rings and then that kind of thing did um, i really oh shit <laughs> but <laughs> wait I mean, what how long did it take me to do that um that was probably with after like that's probably like around like the two and a half three months but wait whoa, whoa, whoa let me back up the tape i remember this now because i was looking at things on instagram and I was looking at rings and doing that little zoom in thing that I always do. And I think you'd like made some stupid comment about it, like making fun of me. And I was like, but this would be like the type of ring that I would, or, or that ring's ugly or something. And you're like, well, what kind of ring would you want? So you did it. I didn't do it. You did it. You, you're cute. Um, but I don't remember it being like this heavy, where's this going conversation ever with us. No, I, well, I mean, I think it's gotta be natural, but I mean, it's really like communicating and then, I guess like articulating like where where you're at that's so, why I say it's circumstantial but answer me this like if if because we were <laughs> idiots because I think because we got pregnant at six months I think we'd been engaged for like a week when I found out I was pregnant the first time that we lost that one we were not together more than six months maybe seven yeah it was like at seven but we had been talking about that for like a month like we literally we, we must have like bodies that work together in our DNA because I think we tried for like a week because we talked about it before yeah. we got engaged that we wanted to try to have a baby. Psychos. But I think that at that point in my life, six months wouldn't have been a deal breaker for me. I knew that I wanted another baby, but I wasn't like pressed for it. Because I remember telling you, like, I'm 36, 37. I don't know that I can even give you that. And you said, you know, you and Lyric are enough. Like, we just had this symbiotic thing of like okay, this is what we feel and we love each other and this is just where it went. Well, but I mean, that's another thing too, is like, it also depends on like what that person does. What do you mean? Like if it's... As for a living? Yeah. No. Well, just, just hear, hear me out on this. Okay. Because like if you have six months, right? And mm-hmm. you have, you know, say it's someone that they're constantly traveling, they're in sales or you have someone in the military, you know, and they're deployed for a few months, you know? So that six months might not be six months. Is it six months living together? Is it six months living apart? Because. Okay. Let's say, that, like I that, said, that, that all changes. Let's say, take that off the table. Like, let's just say, like I said, all cylinders are hitting. You guys live both in the same States. You have jobs that allow for it. There should be, there's nothing else getting in the way of it. It's just your relationship and that's all you're dealing with. Like, 
I remember the first time you told me that you loved me was very early. It was like a month. And I loved you too. I just didn't want to admit it yet. I didn't say it at first because I was just, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. He got me. Um, and I was scared too. Like it took me a while, <laughs> six months, but a little bit longer than you to admit those feelings to myself. Um, if you had been on that path or if you, that day that you were like, well, what kind of ring would you want? If I would have been like, nothing, nothing, no, 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 no. Like, wouldn't that have been, would that have been a red flag to you? That I was like a single mom. I had everything going for me career wise. And like, there was nothing getting in the way of that. Would you be like, oh, what's there that she's not feeling this with me? Uh, maybe not a red, maybe like. A pink flag? Yeah. Well, because like <laughs> of how things were just to go on the first date so it's like it wasn't what does that mean well it took a couple times yeah because i was jaded as fuck i still am so i mean i i don't don't know i i think it's i still think it's circumstantial i i don't it's just dependent on okay let's talk about me and you though if it was me and you and everything happened the way that it happened Mm -hmm. you'd already met lyric everything was good we were into the i love you's let's say that and you started talking because i think we were at that point it was like a month in. We're so stupid. Um, yeah, because it was. Um, yeah, it was probably like four or five weeks. We're so dumb. That um, <laughs> we did. Uh, Please believe it or not, the, and you met lyric. With, yeah. So it, we were. It was very early. You'd said I love you before you met lyric, though. Yeah. Like three weeks in. Don't play. It's fine. You married me. It's okay now. It's, it's not like it takes your manlyhood away. You fell head over heels for me. Where that went, I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I say these things just to get that look. I hope you. I hope the camera saw that. Um, okay, epic eye roll. <sighs> Be nice to me. I am right. So, I think that if I had pulled back like that, given that I was so jaded, that would have been a pink flag for you. For me, in the past, I was a dodo bird that I was like at six months with whatever Tom, Dick, or Harry came along well, where's this going? Like, I know you hate this, but like the first time I got engaged 10 months and I think I'd been bitching about it since like five and I'm looking at that situation like, what the fuck was I thinking? The fuck was I thinking? Because most of the time I don't know that you know somebody in six months. Again, hypocritical that we got engaged in six months. I'm not saying that we're like wonder cats that it was just different for us because we're together five years almost. We're still learning things about each other. We're married with two sons in a house. We're still learning things about each other. But I think in six months, you're still seeing that representative. You're still seeing the person they put forward in their best behavior. I never did that with you. Full disclosure, if you guys haven't heard this story at nauseum, the first time that he DM'd me and he was asking me out on dates, he was like, the first one, he was like, oh, you should come work out with me. And I, and I was like, what? I was like, oh, you're going to school me? I was like, I have a trainer for that. I was so stank. I don't know why you wanted anything to do with me at all. But I just think that had I, I don't know. Like, I think six months is too early to say that that's like a red flag and you should leave them if they don't know about you. But, you, but I like to tell this story a lot. You knew when that I was the one. I knew after like the first date. <laughs> it still makes me so happy when you say that because you, you say know? it with such conviction and you don't bullshit that way. Well, I mean, like, just why? It was the way everything like flowed. Mm-hmm. It was like personality. It was just like everything, you know. It. <clears throat> we did have a great first date. Cause, a really like, great. You first know, date. everything kind of just flowed, and it wasn't 
like forced. Like yeah. I didn't feel like I had to be someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I kind of just was like, I did always, always love that about us. I really did. And I think this, I mean, is something I should, you know, it's like a little bit like off sidebar about this topic. But I remember being like, I'm not going to be anything other than me. I am going to go in with my little hand sanitizer and go to the damn porta potty and I'm going to give a shit if you thought that was gross. And now knowing what I know about you, how OCD and anal you are about germs, I'm shocked you continued the date because I walked in there not giving a fuck. I was like, I have hand sanitizer. I don't care. I have to pee. I'm not going to be uncomfortable this entire date. I mean, For all the damn dates that I wore horrible, uncomfortable shoes and dresses and it, pff, this one, I was like, I don't care. Then I mean, we like the top. it was that or the mountain. So it's, well, know. yeah, we've <laughs> done that too. <laughs> Since then, I have done many a things on a mountain that were not sexual. That mm-hmm. <laughs> what I've talked about this. Remember mm-hmm. the period on the beach? Shit, you've seen all of my innards. I've had your child. Okay, we're there. I know that's so sexy of me, but I think that six months. Like I don't know, because I like I went for it, and like, do you think? Aside from being stressed out with two kids now versus one and all the career change and all the shit that life has thrown at us. Do you think that I'm different of a person than that girl that you met on the first date? No, it's just more shit to deal with. I mean, you could say I love you more than that or something like that, but no. Ugh. I well, don't think you're different. I think that I well, remember... That wasn't the question, though. I, Boy. I love my husband. I love my husband. I love my husband. I swear I love my husband. No, I think that... I'm joking. I think... The reason that you liked me so much is because I was a radio personality that could have very well been very different off of the phone because we did talk for like a month. Like, you know, you get off Tinder, you get off whatever app you're on, Instagram, it was for us, or you have these conversations and I call them like micro relationships where you have a relationship like not even meeting each other for a month and you're so excited to meet him. It's like womp fucking womp. Like, ugh, who is this ogre in front of me that has three brain cells? Like, ugh. And I think that I was just literally, I was like, if I'm going to give this one more fucking go, I'm literally just going to be me. And I was a different version of me too, because I went to the top of that mountain. If y'all are OG, we got this army. You remember that red messy bond that was my signature look. And we get up to the goddamn top of the mountain and the wind blows it all to shit. Now, what you know of me now, now I don't care. But like in the midst of that, when I was still in my, like, I want to be super cutesy phase, like, you know, how would it like a trigger that would have been for me? I was like, I don't care. I really don't care. I flicked you off on our first date mm-hmm. in, a, in our picture. Where's that picture? I have it. <laughs> I literally, am, I don't remember what you were saying to me, but I think that had I been anything but the truest version of myself, I don't know that you would have been so quick to like propose. Like, would you ever have thought that you would have proposed to anyone at least, you know, or me in six months? No, like, no, <laughs> no. So I don't know, like if you are in love with someone deeply and six months in, they're not about talking about marriage. I don't know that that's a red flag because I had been engaged twice before and I knew what it was to have that fall apart. I knew, you know, cause a lot of people say I never want to get divorced, so I'm not going to jump into marriage really quickly. I want to know the person. I want to go through things. But shit, man, we didn't go through, it was at that six months that we started going through things and it was like, okay, if we can get through this, we can get through anything. Life likes to test us in that way, apparently. But I don't know. I don't know that six months is maybe a year. I think a year would be more of a better gauge. Well, I I mean, that's the thing. I think it still depends on circumstances. 
On what circumstances? Like where you are in life, like each person. But that's what I'm saying. I've said, yeah. oh my God. See, okay. There's something about ladies. You want to be in such a damn rush to get married. There's something about when the ring goes on the finger, they tune you the fuck out. When I'm saying, if everything is a go, your relationship is great. You guys don't fight. Or maybe you fight and you fight fair and you know how to fight. You're both sexually attracted to each other. You're banging all the time. You guys like the same food. You like the same thing or, you know, whatever. Because I know you would never have married a vegan. No shame to a vegans. It's just this dude likes meat. Like everything's a go except for that conversation. I don't think that's situational. I do think it's a feeling, but I think that six months is really early. Yeah, I think for, for most people, I think it would be. And I think that I would... I don't know. I mean, I don't know the stats and this stuff, like if they keep them, but like I'd probably right. say like a year, year and a half is probably like the average for most people. Well, that's what our pastor had said because we, <laughs> I think the original wedding was we would have been together just under two years because we yeah. were going to get married yeah. November, November 2021. I forgot what the date was. November 12th, 15th, something like that. I don't know. Um, and then we ended up getting married. No, we got married in 2021. I'm a derp. 2020 was the original one. And we got married in September of 2021. Damn, that two years went fast. But our pastor had said like, so how long have you guys been together? And we'd already had, we had our baby with us, I think at that point or something. Or he knew that we had a child. We'd just bought a house, whatever. He's like, usually I like for couples to be married for, or together for at least a year before they get married. Because you think, oh, I'm so in love and blah, 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 blah. Like, and like, cause oh, there's been people, I'm sorry. I know you hate this, but I was like, so head over heels for in six months. And then at that seventh month, I was like, Ugh, who are you go away? Like, I know that you've only really been like in love once other than me. Like, yeah, really? Oh, it's really now before no, you said no, that it was the, I love you's, but it was nothing close to me. No, n- nothing close to you. <laughs> I just love to fuck with you, babe. No, but I mean like, but he took it different too. Cause like by that point, you know, we had been together for over a year and a half. Like when we were having like, I think even a year and a half can be kind of early sometimes, but we'd been through so much that it's, it was a little, it was for us, it was a little different. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying you have to go through a modicum of shit just to know somebody, but it helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it would have helped too, like having that spread out a little bit. Yeah. You know, not having the rapid. Ex- well, cause I do say that too. I guess there's another situation where you're right. It could be situational because if somebody is going through a lot of things, you know, sickness or a lot of, I don't know that because in sickness and in health, when I did show me the ring with my girl, Holly, even though that they've been together for a lot longer than six months or a year, like her mom was passing away as he was hoping to propose or how he had planned to. So I don't, I don't know. I think I truly stand by this, that if it's your person, it's your fucking person. I'm not saying that relationships that have had strife or turmoil or like maybe even arguments over and get engaged can't work out and things can't be happily ever after. Like shit. I have one friend from back in high school. He was with his wife for like four years and he was planning on breaking up with her and then her grandfather died. He couldn't do that. They're now happily married like 20 years later with two or three kids and they're like, they have like, they go on like ministries, which is funny because never mind the things from back in the day that from what they are now. Anyway, I digress. I think six months little rough little yeah. rough to be like like demanding a ring yeah especially demand, demanding like that's i mean what that girl's saying like oh well yeah you know i just 
if they don't know or they're not even happy, like she didn't say demanding, but she said like if they're not even on that wavelength of that topic of conversation. Because do you think? But that's also why she's probably had all those engagements and never been married. So or she could be very versed in it, and like honestly. Again, I know you hate this. Like all of the things that I went through and endured from that horrible emotionally and physically abusive relationship and all the pain that I went through of giving it my all again after he left me four months before the first wedding taught me so much about what I had to give to you, what I wanted to like retain and cherish from that relationship, meaning not him, meaning me. Like I remember telling my friend, like I feel so sad because the dude that I'm going to marry is never going to get that pure version of me that like just trusts and believes everything's going to be this like, you know, happily ever after until I met you full disclosure. I mean that no bullshit. Like, cause I didn't really believe in it. I always thought like, okay, I'm, I'm probably gonna get married, but I'll never feel that like, no, you know, cause I'd been engaged before it hundred percent. The day that you got down on one knee, it was like angels saying from the fucking sky. I was just like, Aah. like it was that moment. It was yes. So, I think that what I pulled from the trauma of that relationship was what I was still willing to give and still wanted to give, but also was I wasn't going to fucking take. A lot of people say, Marshall treats you so well. He's so amazing to you. And that's very, very true. But I was clear about that from jump. Was I not? Yeah. But I think that's also you had been through stuff. You know, you saw what you did and didn't want. And you saw the things that, you know, you wanted to work on, develop on your own and kind of yeah. grow, grow as a person. Like I had to do a lot of inner work. Of- I mean, I'm not like no bias here, but like, you know, like I don't think this chick on Bravo like has done any of that shit. <laughs> You don't know her for anything. I, mean, I don't know for anything. When, I mean, she's been like, through a lot of trauma, though, in her childhood, though. Like, when, that, when, you grow from that shit, too. When you're, like, demanding something. She wasn't demanding. She was saying that you should have that conversation. I'm, like, defending this Bravo liberty like she's my sister or some shit. <laughs> I'm saying she was just saying it, that's a red flag if you're, like, in that mindset and you broach that conversation to him or her. And they're just like, Ugh, no. You know, that's why I asked you to put yourself in that position. Like if I would have been, okay, let's take apart, let's take away the fact that I was jaded as fuck when you first met me. If I would have been like, no rings, ew, wouldn't you have been like, well shit, maybe she's not the one. Cause you thought I was the one from jump from day one. Well, it's also like, what's the lead up to that too? If there's been like no conversation oh about it's, like, it, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my marriage and the minds of Marshall and I, that it's like, he's the most analytical motherfucker that has to pick every particle. Like he's the dude that likes to tinker with stuff and pick it apart. I just want to throw it together and make it work. Well, it, it, for me, it's, you know, it's chess. Oh, <gasps> and it's not from Jesus. I love you, babe. I think, okay, so we can agree six months is too early. Yeah. <sighs> Deep breaths. That one worked me up. Um, I also wanted to like broach this topic and I don't, I didn't really want to talk about this, but I always keep everything very, very real on Really Riley. And this one sucks because this, this hurt my heart this week. Kind of hurt my business a little bit. And when you hurt my heart and my business, like Shira comes out. I don't know if y'all know about Shira. Do you know about Shira? Oh my God, six and a half years apart. Like you don't know what Shira is. No. Shira is like the cartoon to like Hulk or no? Was it Hulk? Anyway, Superwoman. I don't know. Hulk, Hulk, 
She-Hulk. We'll go with that. <laughs> so this person was a We Got This Army that made me go into Hulk style this week. Not really, but I was really hurt and I'm kind of pissed about this. So I am a small business owner. You know, you guys, my podcast merch and also my candle intention, my crystal intention candle business that it's now morphing into luxury cups and trinket trays and I'm growing it. Really, really, really proud of it. You know, because I literally grew this shit from the ground out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I like, I put my heart and soul into this shit. Like I'm out there, I have like mild Raynaud's phenomenon, which is like where you get really fucking cold in like 70 degree weather. I'm out there in the garage at nine o'clock at night pouring concrete and eco resin, you know, like it's, it's just, I put my soul into this. So this person had bought one of my trinket trays. I was tired one night and I was uploading all of these, you know, um, what, what's what I'm looking for? I was uploading all, like I was uploading all, all to Etsy and I always make it a point to put disclaimers on stuff. 20 years in media, you cover your bases on anything. So I, in the photo, there was crystals on this trinket tray. In the description of this one tray out of like 10 that were up there, it didn't say crystals not included. But in the description, in the title, it just said crystal trinket tray. Didn't say crystal trinket tray with crystals included. Didn't say that. This person had bought two of them. One of the listings that didn't have the crystals not included in it. And then she bought another one. Didn't say crystals not included. So... This is a person that has bought many a things for me. And like I said, she was a big supporter. We got this army. She gave me a one-star review. And I know that seems like not a big deal. But when you're a small business owner, especially on Etsy, it's those reviews that get you up to like the for you page of Etsy. So when people are searching things, they find your things there. So it's like I always say with the podcast, those reviews are very, very important. And one one one-star review took me down from a five rating, which is a perfect rating, which is really, really fucking hard to get on Instagram, on Etsy down to a 4.7 and I was like what the fuck you didn't get the crystals like this is a person that she, one time I sent her something and one of the one of the glass because the post office sucks one of the glass like warmers broke I was like I will get, no problem I'll get it right out to you like I'll refund you the whole thing just to make you not happy or to make you not unhappy because you can't run a crystal intention business and not have good intentions so, I mean isn't that true babe that I'm yeah. like the first person to be like I'll send you another one what do you want no I mean I think you go like above and beyond because well, that's how like I, even... I put my heart into it and I mean that when I say that so the one star review I was like damn so you can reply on Etsy and I said to her I was like uh, I think it's pretty crappy that you're giving me a one-star review. There was nothing wrong with the tray. That was one of the most beautiful. Remember that black and white swirly one? Yeah. That was one of the most beautiful ones I've ever made. Sent it to her like there was nothing wrong with it. You just didn't get the crystals. I I said like I would have, you've bought things from me before and I would have happily rectified this. You didn't need to send, do a one-star review. That seemed like a lot to do that. And it's hurtful to my business. It is. So then I contacted her on Instagram because like I said, we used to talk all the time. She would send me messages and I said the same thing that I did in the reply on the review. And her response was like, you didn't have to be, I was like, look, I was like, you know that this is the way that I feed my family. I was like, so I would have happily sent you those crystals in a heartbeat. And side note, those two crystals on there would have been about six bucks a piece. The tray was like $28. Where do you think you're going to get that handmade tray where it's one of a kind for $28 with those crystals on it? Like, come on. you. For me, honestly, and I don't like to think this way, whether you're we got this army, because I love you guys. It's, it felt like she was trying to get something for free. 
Well, I think it's just like... Well, let me just go into why I felt that way. So when I contacted her and said that, she's like, well, you didn't have to be so rude about it. I'll go change it so you can feed your family. And I was like, oh, I've never had this kind of exchange with this person. She did support me a lot when... I got let go from my old job. So that's why I was like, damn, what, what is that? Whoa. And I said, I was like, like I was not being rude at all. Like you did not have to send me a one star review. You could have contacted me like you did before that same box that she got something broken. She left a beautiful review on it, you know? So she came back. I'm not going to read the messages word for word. Cause I feel like that's a lot. I can. Cause if y'all going to ask me for red receipts, you know that I got them, but I, it was like basically an exchange of you just didn't have to be so rude with it. I'm sorry. She's just like my, my daughter loves the other trinket tray that I bought. And then she went and left a nice review and she's like, fine, I'll take it down. I was like, you don't have to do anything. I was like, I mean, and she's like, you lost a customer. Okay. When you throw that shit at me, I'm done at that point. Like I was not rude. I reached out to you and asked you why you would do that after a year or two of being a happy customer and all of a sudden it's one star review. And I just basically said like, you know, that hurt my heart and yeah, it hurt my business. And yes, I do feed my family with this. So if you are not going to ever support me or be a customer ever again, that makes me sad. I was like, but I will tell you this, that I thank you endlessly for all the times that you did. Cause I mean that whether, no matter what you say to me now. So then it was like, I'm sorry. You just don't know what I'm going through. Your life is so much better than mine. That's when I was like, is this like guilt? Wait a minute. Like, especially the week that I got sideswiped by a fucking pickup truck. Okay. I don't, I don't try to pretend like I don't, that I live a perfect life. I don't show you guys half the shit that happens inside because I'm not here to bring you down. I'm here to inspire you. I talk about the hardships to inspire. I didn't like that moment there that it's like your life is so much better than mine so I said back to her I was like well I'm really sorry for what you're going through I said you know I'm hoping that we can put this behind us thank you for the positive review on the other trinket tray I was like hopefully this isn't something we have to think about anymore complete 180 I do not want the crystals at all I never wanted the crystals I don't want the crystals do not send me the crystals I was like whoa and she's like you know, you don't, you you don't know what I'm going through and you know, you're not going to like, I'm not, I forget. She said something to the effect of not until you know what I'm going through. So it almost felt like because I didn't inquire and poke about that and like go further with what she was going through, that she was angry about that. And I think that's fucked up to give somebody a negative review because of something that you're going through and then tell them that your life, you know, like I just, I thought this was fucked up. And I, I, like I was trepidatious about this being that she was, we got this army. That's like fam to me. It really is. It sucks. I mean, I know how much like <clears throat> you want to go tiger. I can see it. Well, <laughs> careful now. Yeah. So <laughs> I know how much time that you put into talking to like all listeners and you know everyone and a lot of people that have become like friends and stuff like that and yeah and how much you, you do care and like that is like your passion um I'm if she had literally to, said there was something wrong i would have stopped everything to talk to her i know 
I'm trying to <laughs> filter okay. as much as possible. Um, you don't ever see someone's true colors when shit's going good. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and hurt people hurt people. True. So, you okay, know, yellow black, like with that, it's like, see ya. You know what I mean? You're because more callous like, than I am about that, though. But I mean that—that's the—that's the thing, though. But it's aren't like, you proud of me for my response, though? No, I'm very proud. I mean, I thought I thought it was a very professional response. Well, no, the first one, but then after that, what did I say? It's, a, it's probably a lot. It's a lot nicer than I would have. Been. I know it is. Um, but after that, I said, like, look, I didn't read you this response. You'd have been so proud of me because I'm usually the one that'll go back and be like, I'm sorry, but like as much of a biatch as I can be, like when it comes to my we got this army, that's different. That's sacred almost. But this time I was something was off with me and I'm in my fucking villain era. I'm in like no ma'am dumb. We're in no ma'am. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even think it's like. Well, but my response was, again, I thank you for every time you've supported me, but I'm not going to take this. I am not your therapist. I am a media personality and a small business owner. So. I hope you have, a, I wish you well, basically, because I can't be like all hard ass like that 100% because I have positioned myself as like the doors are always open. The DMs are always open and they are, but you can't use that and abuse it and just be angry and like fuck with my business like that and expect me to sit there and just take it because you're, we got this army. It's not your, absolutely not. Well, it's not your job to fix anybody. So, but I, mean, I try, but no, it's ultimately it's like they got they got to fix themselves, you know. But, but you know, and it's, I wish she would have just reached out. I wish she would have just told me what was wrong. But again, it's like, why? Because I'm an empath. But here's the other thing. Lately, I've been noticing like my trauma responses spilling out in really weird ways. Like, I was stretching today and I started to cry. Like literally, like I had to like get up and like kind of, you know, get a tissue because, and it wasn't really anything wrong. It just, my body is like, fuck you, stop with this trauma. And I have to protect myself with that because I am down to help somebody until the fucking sun comes up if I feel like it's going to do something. If it's going to make a difference, I don't care what I have to ingest in order to make that difference. I will. But if you're just going to be a fucking negative Nancy and do this whole your life is so much better than mine, you don't know all the ins and outs of what I go through on a daily basis for certain things. No. You well, have no clue. Well, I mean, I think you need to change what you're saying too. It's not... What do you mean? It's not a I villain. need to change what you're saying? Yeah. What? It's not a villain error. Like villains like intentionally go after and try to do bad things. You're just in, I'm not taking shit error. That's completely different. You know, oh, well, you, I mean, the reason don't... the reason I said that is because I saw a TikTok a long TikTok, TikTok a long time ago that it was just like, fine, if you need to make me your villain, then do it. If you need to make me the villain in this situation, because I don't know or understand what's going on in your life, that you're going to go and you're going to fuck with my business and you're going to leave me a negative review over something that you knew was wrong. And yes, it's a negative review. It's not the biggest thing in the world in hindsight. But it's like you said, you watch people when they're going through something and how they act. And if that's who you're going to be. For something so small like that, can you imagine if I fucked up big time? Well, it's also people too that can't put things into perspective. And I know that person still listens to the old show. So, <laughs> yeah, like you just like 
not that that really matters. I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, for somebody that touts so much, how much you supported me, mm-hmm. but yet you still support my abusers basically. I mean, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Something that, about that sits funky with me. That That's, that's why like I, I know you're like snip, snip, snip. It sucks because well, I mean, she, she unfollowed like, me anyway and took you, me off as a follower. So it's like, did have, you think I was going to hit the follow button again? Yeah. You only have so much time and energy in a day. And there ain't much. So if you invest that shit into expenses no, and not investments. I know, babe. I know. You know, I also realize that you get the ripple effect of when I'm depleted because I've given so much to everyone else. And then you don't get the wife that you usually should. I understand that. The boys don't either. And that's the only reason why now I'm kind of like, look, I'm down to be there for you. I'm down to help you. But the minute that you start abusing that, remember that t-shirt I got there, reallyrallypodcast.com? I'm nice until I'm fucking not. Okay? I worked really fucking hard to not be old school hoochie hoop Riley. The minute that you looked at me sideways in a club, bitch, those earrings came out, the shoes came off, and bop! Like, I've worked years through so much therapy intensive trauma therapy to not be that person. I saw this TikTok of this dude the other day too. It's like TikTok therapy. He was talking about something like he hopes his ne- his kids never see oh what was it how violent he can be. He says that his kids are safe and protected from the man that he used to be, but he had to violently work to get to the peaceful place he is now. He's like if anybody fucks with me or my family or my own, like they're out but I've worked so hard that my kids will never have to see that side of me. And I think about myself that way. Now I'm not talking about like this. Don't turn this into something. It's not, I'm saying that like, I never want my kids to see that like completely unhealed human. And I'm sad to say that in certain situations in the last year, they've seen certain bits of it. And I don't like that. So when I'm protecting myself by like not inquiring further into whatever you're telling me that my life is better than yours for after you just gave me a negative review and you've called me rude six times. Yeah, no. It's like, well, he's like, you have no fucking idea. So like, I mean, I'm not trying to act like I'm being like, you know, Chinese water torture, tortured every day. It's not, well, (laughs) there've been some situations, but like there are things, there are very few amounts of things that I don't share here. Very, very few. I can count on one hand, but I mean, I just I wouldn't fucking waste time on it you know and like I can't do that though babe I can't be the person that's always there and then all of a sudden nope I'm not gonna be there I am gonna I am saying I'm gonna limit this nonsense like if you show me who you are I'm going to believe you no matter what money you've spent well but I mean like it's like how much time and energy do you do doing that though so like there's anchors and propellers so I don't even need to say anything I'm just gonna fucking cut it I'm going to keep going. See ya. You can keep sinking. Bye. Jesus, Malin. I just called you Malin. Marshall. Okay. I know. You know? Because I, I mean, like, that. that's that's the reality. That's life. You know? So. Well, but it's a good thing that we counterbalance each other and that I'm a little bit more empathic than you are and you're fucking savage. Like, it's. But give me this, though. Like, once I'm done, I'm done. Like, yeah. it takes me a long time to get there. But once I fucking like the wool is taken off my shoulders and I'm not saying or my eyes, I'm not saying this person was like a pivotal part of my life, but I feel like my we got this army like because the fact that you've like supported me in that way at my lowest, it means a lot to me to have the privilege 
of being there for you. That's the way I look at it. Well, yeah. If no. you come to me for advice or help, it's a privilege that you do that. But if you treat me like I'm a shitty person because I don't know how to guess what's going on in your life and you gave me a negative review and I didn't have the mental capacity for my husband and my children to inquire further because you were already in a heightened state. No, just no. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like, what were the intentions behind some of that? You know, that's just, that's what I think. But it's like, there's a lot of, you know, military guys that have said that too. You know, you'll never know how much violence it took for me to be this calm. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yes. So, so I would like, honestly, yes, you guys will never, ever know, ever, the amount of trauma emotionally and physically to my soul that I have gone through from the age of three till 40 fucking two. Like never, you guys will never know ever. And I pray that you never see that side of me ever. But when all of these things keep knocking me sideways, I'm going to tell you something. Before it was Riley Couture, before I was Mrs. W, they used to call me Rocky back in the day. A, because most people couldn't pronounce Raquel. They didn't say Raquel. But they used to call me Rocky, too, for a reason. Rocky Balboa got fucking hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. And now he's a fucking legend. Say what you will about that movie, but still. I will never get knocked down that way, but that doesn't mean that I want you to batter and bruise me. And when you put me into a motherfucking... Nobody puts Riley in a corner, okay? And I've given more movie references in this last three minutes than I have in my whole career, so there's that. I'm just saying, like, I know I can feel that, like, rar coming back up. And I worked a long time to keep her down. Well, it's like the necklace that you got me. Mm-hmm. That's one of, like, three quotes I live by. Which one is it? CV's Pacum Parabellum. If you pray for peace, prepare for war. Again, I'm not as savage as you in that well, way. But it's it's true. Because, like, it's not war necessarily in the sense of, like war but you can only have peace through strength true in anything true. so that's how i look at all these situations you know what you're right because that, that, that irritated me when she said that like your life is so much better than mine what uh, fuck off i delete it and done okay i'm on to the next thing <laughs> i'm just making a point here yeah no i, I know that it's like young like I, I literally my head one is like yeah, I need to stop I'm trying to like not like curse out people but I'm like do y'all have any clue I have worked for every motherfucking thing I have in life every single my ass worked for it I was not born with an ass I was the only Puerto Rican in the world that had no booty at all worked for that my love with this man across the way from me worked for that shit worked for the ability to overcome the trauma that I was in to let him in my career Y'all, I didn't S and E D to get 20 years in nationally syndicated radio. None of it. This podcast worked and pulled out my soul to get it back and then to therein get the courage back. All of it. I'm not going to go into a whole litany of the shit that I've been through again. I'm just saying, when you say to me, your life is so much better than mine. Okay, well then why is that? You need to go look in the mirror and ask yourself that because I would have been down to be there for you, ma'am. I would have sent you those crystals and then some. If you would have come at me the different way and been there and said, hey, Riley, I need you in a fucking heartbeat. But now you can take your money somewhere else. That's fine. Yeah, Goggins calls that the accountability mirror. But like, calls it the what? Accountability mirror. 
If you bring up somebody else's podcast in my podcast one more time, he I'm joking. Podca- I'm he joking. I'm joking. But like I view like that person's actions and shit mm-hmm. and all the other people. It's like when the computer does a scan and you have like all these like cookies and all this extra shit that like slows it down <laughs> and you fucking scan it and then you delete all that shit. That's what it is. So like I, I fucking cycle through that shit. Do you I know want, why I find that so funny that you made that reference, babe? I want to operate as fast as fucking possible. So you just ignored me. I just found that funny because you were actually doing that on a computer this week and cursing at it. Go ahead. You know, like that's what those people are. They're, they fucking slow the process down. Stop. You're getting a little bit too savage now. I have to, I have to calm you down sometimes. No, but I mean like it, it's. Marshall, I get it, babe. I know you're a cop. You've been in situations where you on a daily basis experience some of the worst of the worst people. I understand that. Well, I, I mean like in that sense but like even like but a, that's what makes you a little harder than me like an athletic sports sense it's the I same thing you know, like it, it's really anything like i know but sometimes i'm just softer than you because think about it this way for one second if i had been fine fuck that nope i'm cutting people off i don't want to deal with it da, 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 da. would i have gone on that date with you <laughs> no i'm pretty persistent duh <laughs> Jesus Christ, yes, you are. And you're the worst kind of persistent, too. Because, like, to me, you're, you, I mean, I think in our entire relationship, you've maybe raised your va- voice three times. You're just aggressive in passive aggressive ways, which drives me nuts. Anyway, it made my heart sad, but I can't ingest that shit. I can't, because I, I didn't do anything wrong. It was a mistake that could have been rectified. And I'm done paying for mistakes that are not my own. I'm not owning that shit anymore. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And the freakiest part about that is, is like, you know, we talked about this this week about contemplating like, if you had the chance to change things for someone else, but it meant sacrificing yourself in certain ways, would you do it? So I'm contemplating certain things like that and I'm going to need all the strength I can get to tackle those things, whether I tackle that or not, just to like innerly deal with those emotions. So it's not like I'm not going to be here for anyone that needs me, but if you're going to treat me like shit and manipulate me to get you to be there, nah, friend, nah, playa. Nope. Love you, but nah. Hit the delete button. (laughs) Okay. I love you. Thank you for joining me. I love you. Well, you guys, um, I hope you have a really great weekend. I hope you enjoy the sunshine. Is there going to be sunshine? Hopefully. Yeah, it's actually like pretty mild right now. Nice. nice. Sweet, because I need that sunshine. Um, I hope you guys are going to come to the pop-up, not this weekend, but next weekend. Can you believe it? And we got Thanksgiving in between. We got to go grocery shopping for all that and all the things. So I hope you have a really good weekend that's restful and productive too. Um, if you want to follow at Riley Couture on um, Instagram at House of W by Riley to check out the new goodies that I'm going to have at me at me with me at the pop up uh, next weekend at the Walkersville Fire Station. I have all the info up on the House of W by Riley Instagram page. And if I don't end with this, my husband's going to <laughs> like follow share the podcast and if you would please 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 leave me a review on the apple page because that really does like i said these reviews mean a lot so i would appreciate you the mostest if you would do that so if you want to follow marshmallow at the fit marshmallow spelled by like the artist not the food what you have something to add yeah i was just gonna say better not be a one star (laughs) yes me (laughs) that's why i married him i love you guys thank you for listening it's really riley